Hey, this is Jersey. You're listening to the Garden State. You're listening to the Garden State, the only New Jersey podcast that gives you all the news you need to hear this week. My name is Josh Sobo. I'm Josh Chomick. And back once more behind the camera, our producer, the man himself, Jimmy Parks. Jimmy Parks. Hey. Uh, hey, boys. What's up, guys? Cho, how you doing today, man? Dude, I'm doing great, man. It's so good to be back here next to you in my living room. Likewise. For another podcast. Dude, it could be the craziest day. It could be the craziest week. But like just sitting here in front of the camera to talk to everyone, it's just like every single worry in the world just goes away. Yes. I'm just so excited to talk Jersey, to talk to, to you guys. It's just a, it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling. And I have to say, I feel like we always put on a good little podcast here. But this week, I feel like the news is just so amazing we got such a good lineup tonight guys like way better than like there's some weeks where like oh it's slow we got to make it work but no this week we got so i think every story is a headline yeah i feel like every story here is is pretty juicy and we got eight of them so before we get into the news i got a question uh how was your week my week you know it's so we're filming this on thursday yeah so yeah like so much time has passed since last time we shot on tuesday but you know it's been going well um I haven't really done too much, dude, to be honest. Last weekend, did you do anything cool or no? What was last weekend? Oh, uh, we went to a wedding. Oh, yeah, we went to <laughs> I, a I wedding. Forgot, in... See, like, that was so long ago already. What town was that in? That was in Freehold. We went to Freehold, New Jersey for a wedding. That was awesome. We went to a wedding uh, Saturday. That was Saturday. Yeah. Um, I think the rest of the weekend I kicked it. Oh, Friday night I went to the Yankee game. Nice. They won in 13 innings, so that was so much fun. Awesome. Yankees are the best team in baseball, baby. Me and I Joe guess... Mick also went for a bike ride. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Yeah, where, me and Jimmy went on the bike ride. Where'd you guys bike? We just did like the classic loop. Nothing <laughs> nothing special. Yeah, maybe like a three, four miler. It was a good warm up for the season. It was my first bike ride out. So awesome. My legs were burning. Like I'm really, I, I can't believe we biked 55 miles. <laughs> Last, like, two years. That was like two years ago already, yeah. We got to warm up for our next big one. We, we did the 55 miler from Cranford. We went all the way to Central Park around the city. And then we took a Penn Station train back to Jersey. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, now that I think about it, I feel like I don't have any other news in my life because you and I were at the same wedding. Well, what did you do on Sunday? Saturday? Oh, yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, we went out for a little family lunch. Nice. For my dad, early Father's Day thing. Um, Good food? Great food. And... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to be heading to Island Beach State Park this weekend. So nice. I'll keep you guys updated and uh, going to get out the old fishing rod, get some live bait, and see what we can catch. You I know? love that. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm excited for this weekend. Last weekend was pretty fun, and it feels like we're we're fully into summer now. Like things are things are moving and it's going fast, which is crazy. It doesn't feel like that, but you know, yeah. kids are out getting out of school. I think this is the last week that kids are in public schools, at least. Yep. Yeah. yeah like this. I, I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this is like the the dream week as a student back, back in the day, like you're obviously just watching movies this week, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And tomorrow is probably the last day of school for most kids. So yeah, I work next to a middle school and you see these kids just running around. Not that I'm like staring at the middle school. That sounds creepy, (laughs) but I, I, you can smell it in the air. The last Mm. week of school, there's like this feeling and I kind of miss that feeling. Freedom. That's like the realest form of freedom I think you ever mm. feel in your life. You're like, it's the last week of school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, all my friends are here. I'm going to be doing nothing all summer long. 
Yeah. And uh, so I'm a little bit jealous of the kiddos, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I wish we could just relive that feeling just one more time. Just having not a real care in the world, going for bike... I went for bike rides every day as a kid. Oh, yeah. We would go play in the woods, me and my friends. It was... Oh, I miss it. To but. be a kid again. Well, before we get into the news, Jimbo Parks, what was your week like, man? What have you been up to? Uh, yeah, the weekend wasn't anything too special. I had my friend's birthday party in New York, but... Did you cut grass? I didn't, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's a shocker. The The real exciting part came Monday. Like, normally Mondays, like, people don't look forward to Monday. But my Monday, I met Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Wow. He's very large. Well... That is a big part of his career, actually, I think. Um, why did you meet him? He was Where? In, he was in Newark, New Jersey. He was announcing, it was the topping off ceremony for 777 McCarter, cool. which also known as, I think, Shaq Tower or something. Yeah. Well, is that like, do they actually call it Shaq Tower? That's, that's like unofficial. They, that's what they called it. Cool. Conveniently, um, I have a story lined up for the start of the night what? around this exact topic. Let's get into it. Should yeah. we get into the news, boys? I think let's we just, should. I, let's deep dive right into it, baby. Yeah, we'll do the deep dive and uh, start with his first story. This past week, Shaq unveiled his new basketball court and his new Shaq Tower in Newark, New Jersey. Shaq is taking over the world, it seems. Yeah. Like, the dude owns so many businesses. He's a legend. And now, look, he's coming to take over Jersey. I love it. Shaq is not only taking over Jersey, but he's from Jersey. And that's one of the things that's so lovable about this guy. If you're a Garden State person, we get Shaq. And that's pretty special. Wow, yeah. Did you know before this that Shaq was from Jersey? I did not know. I knew he was from Newark. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. But I think I found out because I was driving through on, what is it, Route 21? Yeah. I was on Route 21 and I saw the building going up. And I was like, oh, Shaq's building something in Newark. That's crazy. And... Come to find out, like, I think I did some research and realized, oh, but I think I knew that from, like, way back in the day for some reason. I feel like I knew that. I never did. So here's what the article says. It's pretty interesting. The key figure in an exciting day in Newark was hometown hero Shaquille O'Neal. The NBA legend and businessman who grew up in Newark's South Ward is behind the new Hawthorne Avenue basketball court. Uh, He built it in the same spot where a boys and girls club he attended as a child used to be and where a court he refurbished in 1992 fell into disrepair. That's so cool that like he's still giving money and, and refurbishing and rebuilding locations where he used to hang at and locations he's helped in the past that have fallen into disrepair. So Shaq is just the best. Never forget your roots. And Shaq clearly hasn't, dude. Like think about it. Building a court in 92. I was born in 92. Like that was so long ago. Yep. That's so wild. It's funny. Shaq actually said that when he spoke at the event. He said that my mom always said, never forget where you came from. And he said, and if I did, she had this belt (laughs) that she did. (laughs) Wow. Wow, That's so cool. So it says, well, it says, thanks to his foundation and corporate sponsor, Icy Hot, the new court is once again a nice place to play and be inspired. I will say the frustrating thing here is, how do you get a basketball court from Shaq and it falls into disrepair? Like, I know this is an area with a lot of poverty, but I feel like if Shaq built a basketball court in my neighborhood, I'd be like guarding that thing for my life. 30 years, bro. So much happens. Like people forget too. Yeah. like maybe a few years later, like people are like, Oh, it's just a basketball court. People move out of the neighborhood and like, they don't just keep the legacy behind. Yeah. So it's, um, 
it's unfortunate, but it's cool to see Shaq coming back and, you know, building a tower. Yeah, it also says later in the day, uh, O'Neal, Newark's mayor, and Governor Phil Murphy were at a ceremony celebrating the imminent completion of the 33-story residential tower across from the Prudential Center. Um, this is, this is going to be called Shaq Tower. Epic. And uh, he has a penthouse in the tower, so he's going to be living there, I guess, when he's in town. He's yeah. got Oh, I didn't know that he had the penthouse. Yep. Nice. And one more funny thing that happened at the event. Shaq was about to sit down. Governor Murphy sat down. So Shaq sits down on these wooden chairs, like wooden folding chairs that the event promoter had put out. It starts like creaking. Shaq gets up, makes them go get him a metal chair. And he says to the promoters of this event, never have Shaq sit in a wooden chair. Wow. (laughs) But it's just so funny. His feet are huge. He has size like 21 shoes. Oh, yeah. They're massive. But he was just like the coolest guy ever. But did you get a selfie? Uh, no, he was got mobbed. Did you get a handshake? I did. Big hands? Huge. But <laughs> I was going to ask him for a selfie, but he was getting mobbed. And like, I started thinking about this. Like, Shaq isn't the type of guy who can walk around with like a beanie on and no one will recognize him. Like, Everyone's going to recognize <laughs> Shaq. No matter where you go, there's no like denying like, oh, is that Shaq? Jim, you live a pretty cool life. Yeah. You get to, you know, hang out with Shaq and be at all these cool meetings. Well, pretty cool. Shaq is a Jersey guy, and I remember last year he was at a restaurant in Newark. I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Union. Newark, in Union, uh, which was, what was the name of that spot? It had a, had a funny name. Um, it's one of his restaurants. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what the name of it was, but he was at a spot in Union, and people were mobbing him. That's a good point, Jimmy. Like, anywhere Shaq goes, he's Shaq. The dude is not blending in to save his life. And it doesn't look like he's like hiding from people. Like you definitely see videos of him meeting fans and talking to people. Yep. So yeah, definitely a really cool guy. I would love to meet him. Shout out to Shaq. Shout out to Shaq. That'd be a holding dream, down Jersey dream guest for the podcast. Where does he currently live? Do we know? Yeah, I'm sure everywhere. He yeah, probably I think has like a few four. houses, but, th- but they were saying he's going to have a penthouse in Newark. So I guess when he's in Jersey, that's where he's going to be staying. At. Wow. <laughs> so, all right. That's awesome. This next story. Oh my goodness. I cannot even believe this is real. In Branchburg, New Jersey, a youth baseball umpire needs jaw surgery after a coach threw a brutal punch. Dude, that's just, it's messed up. Like, I get it, but you can't be doing that to a 72-year-old guy. That's so dangerous. Yeah, I, I, it sounds like the coach, I mean, I played Little League. Usually the coaches are like dads, aren't they? Yeah, but you know, like the dads sometimes get more passionate than the kids. Which and that's when it gets bad, yeah. So it says a 72-year-old umpire is awaiting surgery with his jaw wired shut after no. the coach of a 13 and under baseball team threw a devastating punch over argued calls. This is ridiculous. Dude, yeah, dude. These dads these- go insane, bro. Well, he's going to go to jail for this, for sure. That's assault. I mean, you can't just punch an umpire. This isn't like <laughs> no. at the MLB where you can get away with like... Throwing some some fists. Even the MLB, you'll get fined millions if you do that, I think. It says it all took place on Saturday, June 4th at a travel game at White Oaks Park in Branchburg. The score was 16-0 to when a Staten Island parent coach stormed the field. Parent coach, so he's probably like in his 40s. And his team is getting slaughtered. Dude. His team is 16-0. to I get why he wanted to punch the umpire. I mean, for goodness <laughs> sake. It's also Staten Island, bro. He's from Staten Island? Yeah. Dude, that's the problem right there. Coming from Staten Island, just starting a problem here in Jersey. It says it was in between innings, and he said that a guy came up to him 
and called him a piece of, and then it says expletive. So he ejected <laughs> the gentleman. Smith said, uh, who spoke to the victim, Smith said, after more cursing, the coach hit the ump hard in the face, then drove off before the police arrived. Oh, he ran. Wow. The matter is currently under investigation by the Branchburg Township Police and will be screened with the Somerset County Prosecutor's Office. So guess what that means? It's going to jail. You're going to jail. Like These guys need to definitely learn to calm down and just hold their temper because, dude, if it's not the major leagues here. This is like a youth baseball program. Don't like ruin your life over this. Now you're going to be in jail away from your kid not being able to be at their baseball games because you just flipped out in the moment of anger. When I played Little League, there was always hot-headed parents. Always, yeah. And like even some of them, I remember like when I was in fifth grade, kids screaming at their parents and like parents screaming at like kids like that this one dad and his son specifically come to mind they'd always be screaming at each other and i mean i i would never scream at my dad like that but i just didn't understand that well that doesn't make sense to me like you can be a great competitor i thought i was a pretty good athlete but i was never my dad was never screaming at me never, like yeah, yeah yeah he would coach me and be like he would correct me if i did something wrong but like screaming at a baseball diamond is just nuts no yeah there's some parents who are just way too crazy over their kids trying to make them professionals that they just like they don't even think like they're just they're aggressive with their kids bro like they're they they expect perfection from their kids and that's why like these kids are starting to yell back and forth with their parents in the field because the kids can't take it well the irony is that your your 13 year old kid's gonna be like messed up when he's an adult because you're like that you're putting that pressure on him i don't think that like you can be like you always hear these stories of people like tiger woods right he had like an intense dad or like i watched that serena williams documentary like that was an intense dad but he wasn't abusive the guy like they they had a standard of excellence and they would train hard yeah but like screaming at a little league game you're, it's just not appropriate. And the thing is, to punch a 72-year-old man in the face... That's even worse. That 72, is like, you that could, kill the guy. Yeah, you could easily kill a 72-year-old with a nice blow in the face. So this, well, guy, this guy's a loser. Well, we'll have to see what happens with him. He, he Clearly, he let his temper get the best of him. And it sounds like there will be consequences, according to the prosecutor's office. Uh, yeah. And uh, I can guarantee you his son is not going to want to play baseball again for yeah, a Yeah, you kind of just scarred your kid's life forever. So good job. And if you're losing 16 to zero, listen, even if the umpire's making bad calls, you got to just shut your mouth. That's, that's a, that is a teachable moment. You guys are losing 16 to zero. A lot more is going wrong with your ball club than the umpire making bad calls. Can we disagree on that? No, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. The anger is probably just like building up throughout the game and you know, you don't want to be losing 16, nothing, but dude, it's a it's 13 year old league. It's like, whatever, the kid, there's going to be blowouts, bro. It's no big deal. Just, you'll leave the game, go to sleep. Next day, get up. It's a brand new day. Get over it. I have a, I'm scarred from an umpire moment in my life in Little League. Um, One of my good friends was like a year younger than me, and I was at his game. I was probably in seventh grade, and he was in sixth. And they didn't have a first base umpire. So they were, they look in the crowd, and they're like, any parents want to do it? None of the parents stood up. (laughs) And then they go, hey, you want to do it? We'll pay you like 20 bucks. And I was like, sure. 20 bucks, yeah. I don't remember how much, but it was, it was like 20 bucks, I think. Nice. I go out, and I'm standing. They, the way they would have you ump is it'd be between the first base bag and the second base bag, like kind of behind the second baseman. So this kid hits a ground ball, runs the first, clearly safe. But I was so nervous. I just was like, he's out. And it was like the most, it was the most pivotal moment of the game. And you could hear parents, like they groaned. They were like, oh. And I knew they, they couldn't get mad at me because I was a kid. Like, what are they going to scream at me? But I was... 
I wanted to, as I was, as I was throwing the out, I felt that it was wrong. Dude. Oh, no. And then my friend's dad, when we were leaving, he was like, yeah, man, he was safe. Yeah. I was like, oh, so embarrassed. Yeah, man, you really screwed up. But you know what? Things hey. happen. This is childhood trauma just coming back to me on the pod. Did you, uh, what did you spend your $20 on? I probably bought a game for my Nintendo DS nice. or a Beyblade. See, so worth it. Yeah, no, it was def. I mean, it was def. Worth I love how it. you remember that story, though. Like, I wonder if the kid who you called out remembers that too. Well, my friend that plays in the played in the game brings it up all the time. He's like, "Remember when you made that call in my little league <laughs> game?" Because he was like, he said in the dugout, you everybody scarred was, some people, bro. All the sixth grade kids were chirping. They were really, really mad that I called them out. They were like, "That stupid ump." Whatever, life goes on. Uh, you know, worse things have happened, I guess. Right? I th- yeah, I think so. It's not that bad. So uh, we'll keep you all updated. Hopefully more news comes out and we get like a mug shot out of this. Um, let's see really quick if there is a mug shot. I didn't see one on the article. Yeah, I'm not seeing squad here. I think it would, it would come up, but crazy. Hopefully the ump is okay and back out there calling terrible calls. God bless him. God bless him. In Morris County, New Jersey, two young men have tragically drowned, bringing the season total to 12 deaths. Dude, I was going through stories this week, and I think I, I saw at least three stories of drownings this week yeah. alone. Yeah. Like, people are drowning left and right. Like, what's going on? I don't know. It's, it's weird because it's not like it's just the ocean. There's, there's lake drownings, and this, this happened to be a lake. Um, but you're right. A lot of people are drowning, and maybe us talking about this, we could bring some awareness to the fact that these young kids, you got to be careful when you go swimming in a lake. 100%. And we don't know exactly what happened here. Um, I mean, I could read you what the article says, but it's it's tragic nonetheless, right? Terrible, yeah. It's the worst way to die, I think. It says, uh, in Mine Hill, the bodies of two young men were recovered from Sunset Lake at Mine Hill Beach late Tuesday afternoon, bringing the recent toll from drownings in the state uh, this season to 12. A group approached members of the Morris County EMS at the beach and reported that the 17- and 22-year-old uh, went into the water at the sand pits and never came out. That's wow. so sad. What is that? Um, is, so that's like a lake they drowned at? Yeah. yeah. How did they both go in and not come out? How, do you get stuck in the weeds there? <sighs> that's, a lot of things could happen, really. It's a lake. Yeah. It, Unless you people, don't want to swim, you just walk in. Uh, people underestimate it, though. <sighs> wow. There's a photo of the two kids. That's really sad. Or you you swim way out. You, I don't know. I don't even know, man. Now sometimes that I'm thinking about lakes it, lakes like, have weird currents and yeah. I guess sometimes it's hidden. You can't really see. I don't know, but it's tragic nonetheless. And you were you wanted to share something? Didn't I was you about um this? yeah because I, I keep reading stories about people drowning, and I saw one at Belmar like either this week or the last week. People, uh, Island Beach State Park, a woman drowned, and I was actually at the beach a few weeks ago flying my drone, and as my drone was up in the air, bro, like over the ocean, I saw a rip current. Like wow. Jimmy was with me. I was like, bro, look at this. And you see the water going out into the ocean. Like it's actual, insane. like all the photos you see of rip currents where like the arrow is pointing like back out to the ocean. I saw that on my drone, like right here. This is the video that I filmed myself. I filmed this. I always thought crazy. that those things were like super exaggerated. Like me it doesn't too. look like that in real life, but you could actually physically see it. This is the a water rip out. current. Like the, it's, if you get in this, it's going to pull you right out to sea, man. So like, that's how one of the, one of the people drowned this week. It's just absolutely awful so even like going into the ocean man if you see rip current warnings or there's no lifeguards don't go in 
it's and, not worth it. And with that, if you do get caught in a rip current, just for knowledge for the video, you're yes. supposed to run parallel with the yeah. parallel. With the shore never to get try out of the fighting rip. it. Never try going back. It's, you're not going to be able to. Beat so, it. have either of you ever got stuck in like a good rip current? I got. I was caught in a rip current one time for sure. I remember once. I think it was in LBI or in Cape May, and uh, got caught in a rip current. But it wasn't. It wasn't severe. But I remember swimming towards shore and nothing was happening. Like I was. Yeah. yeah. I was hauling, and I'm not a bad swimmer. I was pushing, pushing, and. I wasn't moving at all. I was going further out. So, so I did the parallel thing and it, and I got out. And uh, but I don't think it was like a super bad rip current, but there was a rip current for sure. Well, that's like the natural feeling, right? Like you're like, oh, I want to save myself. Let me go back to shore where my safety is. Like yeah. you're mentally not thinking to swim parallel, but like once you do swim parallel, you do get out of it. I've been on like yeah. same situations, Josh. Just like nothing too severe, but it's scary. But it doesn't really make sense to the whole parallel to the shore thing. Doesn't I know it? I know it works, but like. I think the reason a lot of people die in rip currents is because logically it doesn't make sense to go. No, you're going to swim parallel and get out of it. Like, how far are you going to swim? Like a mile? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It just well, doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. I think people also just need to remember to stay calm. And I get in the moment that's pretty hard to do. But as soon as you start freaking out, you can't do much. No. Yeah. Yeah. If once you start freaking out, like you don't think straight. Yeah. But now, like, if you think about it, looking at those images with the arrows of a rip current, like, you know, even on my video I filmed, it's actually not too wide. It's like a small little section, so it's not yeah. too far out to swim. But, yeah, so keep that in mind. And where we, where I was filming, there was no lifeguards either. So don't be swimming in unguarded beaches. Don't do it. Not worth it. Good point. Too many drownings. Let's, let's fix this jersey. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but sad. It's very tragic. And... I mean, I think anytime young life is lost when like a 17 year old and a 22 year old die, you just go like, man, it's just such a, it's just like so frustrating because it's avoidable. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you can't, when someone dies, you can't get that back. They're dead. And it's like, what could have been done to avoid it? You know, I don't really know. Oh, yeah. it, 17 and 22, that's like the prime of your, your life to be swimming. So young. It's like crazy. So really, really sad. And, uh, Prayers to those families. For sure. And if you're out there swimming in a lake, just try to be careful, I guess. <laughs> you Go know, to like, a guarded lake. There's so many like those beaches or lakes that have like lifeguards on them. Yeah. All right. Next story. In English Town, New Jersey, a couple got into multiple brawls at a racetrack, but were not arrested. <laughs> Cue the video. We got to throw this video up real quick. I didn't, we haven't watched this video. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, pause it. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, just search... New Jersey racetrack brawl, and there's going to be a video you can watch. It, it's absolutely crazy. I didn't watch this yet, by the way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what we're looking at is a dude in a yellow shirt, and I guess his girlfriend, and they were just brawling. Oh, oh man. My. So it looks like a couple fight right now. Wow. Oh, he's got overalls on. That explains everything. <laughs> I love how in the, wait, wait, we missed something. Go the back. middle of the fight, there's a car ripping around the racetrack. Oh man, America's awesome. Wait, something happens here. Ooh, where is this racetrack? I need to go to this ASAP. Oh, they're him and his girlfriend are like hugging now. Oh, they're like making out. What is going on? <laughs> Yo, this is wild. <laughs> bro, this is uh, this is a different part of Jersey. So bro. what's going on in this video is. This this brawl happens. It ends, and the guy and the girl that started the brawl start hugging and like kissing each other. Are they actually doing that? Yes, they are. And the whole crowd is going. They're right there. They're right there. Look, you didn't see them right here. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Look, watch. They were like literally right here. Look, right there. They're kissing. <laughs> so, and then ap apparently it doesn't stop here. They go out into the parking lot and they start another brawl. Dude, what's going? They got to be on some sort of drug or do these people are mm, might be mething around a little They're, bit. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, you just come on. You know, you can't just be doing that sober out of your mind, bro. You got to be insane. It says a day at the track turned viral for a couple who caused trouble in the stands at Raceway Park. Oh, Raceway Park. I've been there. Videos. Uh, Wait, you've been there? I went there, and that's where I learned to ride a motorcycle in the parking lot of Raceway Park. <laughs> I thought you were going to nice. say you went there for the monster truck show. No, I went there. In the back, they have like this motorcycle class. I learned to ride nice. a motorcycle there. Uh, it says, video seen tens of thousands of times shows the couple getting into fights and even attacking a security guard. The pair were not arrested. As racers went by on the nearby track, the couple got into several fights with fellow fans. Security eventually removed them from the stands. The couple wasn't done having fun. Once they left the stands, a second video shows the couple arguing with security <laughs> in the parking lot. The woman takes a punch at one of the security staff and kicks another. Jersey Coast Emergency News reported that the staff was upset uh, that police would not arrest the couple. Wait, so why, why weren't they arrested? It doesn't really... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these people... Go, you can't be like in your right mind just going out to the parking lot you got kicked out okay leave no they just want to keep fighting people <laughs> i love that jersey coast emergency news was on the scene and i really want to find out who that is and make friends we got with them. i do yeah i want to become friends i want to know all these breaking news stories when they happen yeah so what a day at the track bro that looked insanely wild like i have never been to the racetrack but that looks like a time and a half like sign me up i want to go down there and i want to wear jorts for sure and a trucker oh, yes you and have some to, tims bro. I think it's time we, we hit the track. South, we got to live a little South Jersey, bro. Yeah, in English Town, I mean, this is, this is, if you've never seen Raceway Park, it is very, very cool to see in person because you're like, I didn't even know this existed in New Jersey. Let me show you a photo show. You, have you never seen this? I've seen it, yeah. I know Warped Tour used the, to be there, but I just never wait, went. Warped Tour was here? Before PNC, it used to be at Raceway Park. Get out. Right? I thought it was in, I don't know. Or was it a different Raceway Park? I thought it was Freehold. Maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah. I forget. Mammoth. Isn't that near Mammoth? I don't know. Uh, it does say it was... Jimmy, uh, can you look that up? It was... It yeah. was... Warped Tour 2008 was at Raceway Park. 2008, yeah, but I, I went to Warped Tour in what? 2012? 2011? Yeah, so it wasn't there. 28, 20, uh, 2008 was the last concert. Uh, were you there in 1977 for the Grateful Dead and the Marshall Tucker Band? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I know people who were there, but <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a killer. There was another. Show. Well, where was Warp then before PNC? Hold on. Can you please tell me? It's it's really bothering me right now. Warp tour. Uh, uh, let's find out. Is that a New Jersey only thing? Warp tour is a whole tour. No, it's the whole country. No, whole country. I guess it's in the name, right? And they always had the Camden one too, but. Yeah, there was always like two Jersey dates. What um, what year are you thinking? 2011. Warp Tour 2011 was at Monmouth Park Racetrack. There you go. Told you, Monmouth. So, so that's different than, where's English Town? Mm, a little Not, further. 
that's like near each other, right? Yeah, in the same general. Okay, vicinity. that's why I'm getting confused. All right, never mind. Is it weird that I never went to Warp Tour as a New Jersey youth that grew up in the in the 2000s? Uh, uh, me, a well, lot of people did. I wouldn't expect you at Warp Tour though. It kind of so. yeah. It wasn't honestly. Warp Tour is overrated. I went to like three Warp Tours. It's just it was trash, dude. I went for the bands I wanted to see. I wanted to go see some friends, and then I was out. It was nothing that crazy. Okay, Warp Tour 2008 lineup. Cho, don't look. Look away. Guess who the headliners on this event were? I'm um, curious. 2008. Katy Perry. Nope. Um, Data Remember. Did you read that? No, I'm just thinking about what I was listening to in 2008. <laughs> yeah. It was 303, A Data Remember, um, Against Me. Against Me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alisana, <laughs> All That Remains, All Time Low, Amberlynn. Wow, this oh, is... it's uh, alphabetical order. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, true. what are they all A's? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Well, yeah, Warped Tour doesn't have headliners. They switch the lineup every single day. You're right. Oh I my forgot God. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Okay, wow. hold on, hold on. Let Yo. me do... Let's do another... Josh, what was the... Did you go to 2006? No, not that early, bro. Okay, hold on. Do what tw- about 2010? 2012 is a good one. Do 2011. I was definitely there 2011. Well, this doesn't work then because you're going to know what the lineup was, but let's see. 20, I can't. I'm no, off the top remember. of my head. I'm not going to remember. 2011 Warp Tour. Don't look. This is... Was that 2011? Yeah, I think that is 2011. Okay. Um, we are warped. Did you have... Uh, Dude, this is the same set list as 2008. Well, yeah. A lot of the bands are like the same every year. Like, Do you have Devil Wars Prada on there? Let's see. I don't know if they played 2011. Maybe. Uh, I'm not seeing it. I remember freshman year of high school, 2008, this kid in my class being so hyped for Warp Tour. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Mayday Parade. Do you guys remember that band? Yeah. I, I've seen Mayday Parade probably 12 times without trying. Really? There's a few bands that I've seen like multiple times without trying. Mayday Parade is one of them. Yeah, he was so <laughs> souped up on Mayday Parade. I never <laughs> listened to so their funny. stuff. That was back when I still... I, I never... I was you weren't say, a scene kid. I was going to incriminate myself... We all tried LimeWire once or twice. We all grew up in the 2000s. <laughs> hey, bro, and, you can't uh, be saying that. That's illegal. It's illegal, man. But we all got music the old-fashioned way at least once or twice. <laughs> good times. Good the times. The old-fashioned way. <laughs> Yo, someone said the name Pure Volume the other day, and I was like, Pure Volume. Like every kid that. in every local band was putting their music on Pure Volume, dude. The world has changed, and I'm I'm just glad I'm here with two guys that went to Warp Tour, Vans Warp Tour in English Town. You just like unlocked a crazy memory in my head. I remember when I got my first laptop ever. My cousin taught me that I could go to the library and check out CDs and rip them onto my computer so I'd have free music. That is it was crazy. a game changer. Dude, isn't that nuts? Like, nuts. no, like no one could tell that you like ripped a CD. No. Honestly, I used to do that too, and I was like always thinking, I was like, what if they had like a machine that told them if music was ripped off this? Yeah. Like I used to think that way, and I was like, why did I think so deeply into something like that? <laughs> Man, the two thousands were awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we also we also never mentioned bamboozle. Oh yeah, like, bamboozle, bamboozle was huge. Was, you know, that's that's Jersey. Bamboozle, and like, man. I like how when they I like when they brought it back to Asbury Park. It was special yep. being there, and then it was kind of sad when they finally stopped. Did you go to the Asbury Park Bamboozle? I did. Yes, because I remember seeing uh, we came as Romans on the beach. That was no cool. way. You know who else was there? Um, this good robot. One no of your favorite way. Bands. Yeah, I didn't know. See, I didn't listen to them back then. Well, you're talking about the one that Skrillex was at. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Skrill- oh my gosh. Yeah. Skrillex's Holy- set was sick on the beach. This lineup is is nuts. Bon Jovi. It's- I didn't Skrillex, go to Bon Jovi. My Chemical Romance. 
Mac Miller, Incubus, Foo Fighters, Blink-182, Blink wow, Bon Jovi, brand new. What a, yeah. what a what year random was that, Josh? This is... Um, that was a great year. 2013? 2012? 2012. Wow. Okay, hold on. I want to I read a few more for you. Um, I don't know any of these bands. I just wasn't a scene beanie. This good robot? It's probably on here. So Texas in July for Josh Chomick. They played that year with Day. <laughs> they played They played Sunday, man. Oh, no. See, I only went on Friday. I didn't want to see Bon Jovi, to be honest. I saw Bon Jovi once. Brand new. I'd love to see brand new. All right. We should move on, guys. We're, we're, we're <laughs> deep in the weeds yeah. of this jungle. We did a meet and greet at Bamboozle when it was at Meadowlands with Mitchell Davis, me and Tyler. Wow. Okay. I just want to say, That's like, Bamboozle wild. when it was in the Meadowlands parking lot was trash, dude. Yeah. Really? But I yeah. actually walked in there without realizing it like i bought a ticket and i just walked through some back gate without realizing thought i thought it was the entrance and i was like where is everybody great times great times Which, did you get like backstage passes for that um no we okay. just were with the district lines tent <laughs> and we you know i i mitchell davis had the longest line of like the scene beanies and like me and tyler we had a good crowd but yeah. no we weren't no mitchell davis but great great times at bamboozle it was fun um, crazy i cherish those moments uh very close to my heart like those were the days like kids don't have that anymore so it's sad somewhere on someone's myspace page is a photo of you tyler mitchell davis <laughs> yes. and, a girl, yes. and a girl with that scene haircut that we all yes. had, oh yeah all, all story. right next story um new york and new jersey have been chosen as hosts for the 2026 world cup wow, wow. let's go I, you know, I don't Big. watch soccer. I don't follow any teams. But if I had to root for some team, I might root for like Argentina or something like that. They, they seem <laughs> like a pretty cool team, yeah. I don't know why that would be your choice. I, right? Just like, I, you, just, I, I was looking through like a directory of soccer teams and I saw Argentina. I was like, oh, let me choose this team. They're great. Interesting. Yeah. It's a shame Germany will beat them again this year. Absolutely, or absolutely not. You know what's crazy? It's like I'm thinking of this story. It's like we still have to get through 2022 first. Yeah. That's this year. That's this year. This summer is World Cup summer, correct? Yeah, but dude, World Cup in the U.S.? Let's freaking go, dude. Yeah. It says uh, the Big Apple and the Garden State will play hosts to one of the biggest sporting events on the globe in four years' time when FIFA's World Cup is slated to kick off in North America for the first time since 1994. Wow. I was two. year of my birth. And you were born. I was uh, 20, 28 years ago is the last time it was here. That's awesome. And it's coming back. It says the news that New York City and New Jersey will be among the 16 North American cities hosting the 2026 soccer games came late Thursday during a live streamed announcement ceremony by FIFA officials. So there's going to be 16 North American cities. Well, I think if you guys can you confirm this is the the Meadowlands um, MetLife MetLife Stadium is that going to be the final game? I believe so, dude. It's going to be a madhouse over here. Yeah, there was a big event. World today. Cup finals right over here in our backyard in Jersey. It's going to be crazy. Tickets, insane, dude. I don't even want to know. So uh, I'm excited. Um, I would love to go to a game. I'm just so scared to see what those ticket prices are going to look like. It'd be cool to see. It's like a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah, I feel like you have World to Cup. go. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to keep an update on that. Hopefully by that time, we're talking what four years from now. The Garden State is the greatest media company in the state of New Jersey. Oh, yes, and we've launched all the different branches that uh, you and I have talked about, and we are invited to report 
live yes from yes. metlife stadium we're gonna replay this clip like in four years like when we're actually doing it we're gonna remember be we talked about that we're gonna be in a box with the governor our our logo is gonna be one of the main sponsors of so, the world Cup. uh if we're at that point then <laughs> something went really right but i would i would settle for a box seat with whoever the governor is at that point and uh Maybe we'll it'll see be jimmy probably most likely. Jimmy Parks as governor? I think that's a pretty good chance right there. That'd be awesome, dude. Wow. Just do it. Just go for it, man. Why not? What do I got to lose? You have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. What's your slogan? Parks for the future. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be a real winner, Jimmy, at the, <laughs> at the poll. Well, what was Murphy's slogan? Did he even have a it slogan? It was probably like... Uh, he just a better... Kept, it was like a better New Jersey. He just kept talking no, about... It's a, like a fair New Jersey, something like that. Something about NJ Transit and... <laughs> And uh, I'm going to stop let's, there. I right, just want to say Argentina, bro. Like, Argentina is going to take the 2022 World Cup. Easy. Do landslide <laughs> victory. That'll be freaking awesome. And then, hey, 2026, man, four years from then, like, we get another dub. So, are you trying to make I'm us down. lose followers on this podcast? Because I feel no, like there's no, nothing. No, 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 no. This soft- podcast is for everyone. And I'm just repping Argentina in the World Cup. That's all I want to say. Okay. Fair enough. Who do you root for for the World Cup? Uh, well, I'm an American, as are you, so I usually root for the good old USA. I do too. But if I'm going to go... then when they get out, <laughs> I, I root for... I go Germany. I root for my, uh, my, my father's got, country, Argentina. I got the German bloodline, and I got Polska bloodline in me, and uh, you know, usually the Germans are the better bet than the Polish, so I just go Germany. It's going to get ugly, brother. But hey, it's gonna get <laughs> we'll be all right. Well, we'll see what happens. Are you guys excited? Um, listening to this podcast right now, are you guys excited uh, about this news? Are you going to be hitting up a World Cup game? Let us know. Let us know, for sure. Uh, maybe you could buy us tickets if you like the hot. We'll go, we'll go yeah. with you guys, for sure. I wonder when tickets go on sale. Probably. Probably after this World Cup coming yeah. up. <laughs> Probably like a year out would be my guess. Jimmy, can you get some intel on that this week at work? And uh, maybe yeah, I'll see what I can do for you. Yeah, thanks. In high school, I uh, took a tour of MetLife Stadium with my marketing class. I don't really remember why, but when you stand on the field in MetLife Stadium and you look up at all these seats, yeah, wow. I can only imagine the feeling of playing football on a Sunday right yeah, there. Yeah, that place is huge. Packed 70,000 seats, the people cheering. Well, if the Jets game, I'm a Jets fan, there's probably not 70,000 tickets sold, but or for the Giants for that matter, but uh, it must be not, it must be wild. Dude, I went to an Argentina-Brazil game. Friendly match at MetLife. Dude, we tailgated. We had the asado outside and everything in the parking lot. But we had like first-level seats somewhere in that stadium, bro. But the whole place was sold out. Electric. And I believe that was the game Messi got a hat trick. Wow. In person, bro. It was like, it was one of the coolest sporting moments of my life. Like, it was so loud in there. I think it was the game against Brazil. It might have been the other friendly I went to, but yeah, Messi had a hat trick. And I'm happy I experienced that. So, I'm happy for you because that sounds pretty awesome. Pretty sick. In Fanwood, New Jersey, a woman named Karen is very frustrated by people taking their dogs to the local park. I love how her name is Karen. The headlines write themselves. It's so easy. Like, Karen, why is Karen upset? Well, she's upset because in Fanwood, New Jersey, apparently it's against the law to bring your dogs to this particular park. Why? 
Well, let's read the article and find out. <laughs> like, why can't you bring a dog to a park? It's a park. It says, did you know that dogs are prohibited from public parks in Fanwood, New Jersey? What? Nope. There is a story at NJ.com about this hot button issue that has flame debates in the Union County municipality for quite some time. Enter a real life Karen who is biting back. It had biting back in quotes. Very funny. <laughs> Karen Schwanenberg's home is next to LeGrand Park, and she wants the law prohibiting dogs in the park to remain in place. In fact, Schwanenberg has called the police more than 20 times in a little over a year. Dude, the, the police station is sick of it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't understand. It's just, it's just a dog. Like, I get it if you bring like an iguana or like a, your pet <laughs> snake to the park. That's different. It's a dog. What's yeah. it doing to you? People are cleaning up, you know, the poop. It's not even about that. It's about the fact that sometimes in life, I think if I had to diagnose this, put on my psychologist cap, sometimes in life people feel powerless, I think. And they want to find a way to have power over somebody else. They want to find any situation where they could be the boss. And she's called the cops 20 times in a year. What a gross misuse of the police in Fanwood. She should be fined because the police have better things to do than to worry about old Sparky walking around LeGrand Park. You know, I would love Karen to call in. You know, maybe maybe there is a reason. I Wait. don't know. Karen, like if you're listening to this, call us. We'd love to talk to you. Josh, I got an idea. Yes. We dress you up like a dog and I walk you around the park and we see if we can <laughs> catch Karen. Bro. And then when work. she comes over and yells, I go, he's not even a dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I jump up, man. <laughs> Bam, give her a heart attack right you're there. You're like, you thought he was a dog. Well, guess what? He's not. Call the police. Nah, yeah. I'll get up, hug her, be like, hey, like we're here for you, Karen. Like, we, <laughs> Let's just figure this out together. I just don't understand why her name has to be Karen. Yeah, she just kind of did it to herself. She seems very unhappy with uh, the community. And Is she on the community Facebook page? Oh, I'm 100%. Sh- I'm sure we could find it right now, and I- I'll do exactly that for the boys. You know, my nephew's fourth birthday party was in LeGrand Park in Fanwood. Did you guys know that? No way, really? Yeah, we had a... Did, you, a, did anyone bring a dog? No, you guys, actually. You guys followed the law. Did anyone bring a dog? That's a great question. Maybe we broke the law that day. I want to know where the law even came from, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm is gonna, this every park? Like, what's, No. Like, I think the overall rule is you have to have your dog on a leash. Like, it can't just be run around like wild unless it's a dog uh, well, park. Yeah. Like, most but, people have their dog on a leash. But I, don't, I, don't, I could, like you said, if it was like someone brought like their pet bird or something, I can understand well, it. No, a bird is not harmful. Like a snake. Like, we're talking reptiles are bad. Like, I bring my pet birds to okay, the park Okay. Okay. So it says... <laughs> Um, in Fanwood, canine companions are prohibited in three local parks, LeGrand Park, Forest Road Park, and Carriage House Park. It's been this way for 21 years. According to the borough's official website, violators may draw a summons or a fine. Uh, Ordinance 11823B reads, <laughs> No dog except a guide dog accompanying a blind or otherwise disabled person is permitted in any public park of the borough of Fanwood, regardless of whether such a dog is controlled by a leash. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm just remembering a law right now that any dog for any type of disability is allowed anywhere. Like just like your mental support dog. Yeah. Is allowed anywhere. Mm -hmm. What if this was this person's mental support dog? Well, the law said the law, the law says that I just read, it says no dog except a guide dog accompanying a blind or otherwise disabled person. So that's in the law. But I think that the Americans with disabilities act overrides your local statutes. What are you saying? 
that the federal law supersedes. Yeah, but this law is local al- ordinance. This law is allowing for people that are blind or disabled to have a dog. What yeah, if- you guys are you guys are agreeing right now. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> Dude, <laughs> well, I'm, fe- I'm trying to follow you guys talk back and forth. These guys. <laughs> well, the federal law aligns with the local law. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying if you walk into this park and you're blind or disabled, you're allowed to have a dog there. And that's yeah. But isn't that exactly what the federal what law would be, Jimmy? Yes, but what if we? You could, anyone could say that their dog was a mental support animal. Okay, fair enough. But I think so, I think you get some sort of a coupon when you get that. Like they give you a little ticket. Like you a can't card. ask for it. I know that for a fact. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You, you cannot ask for proof. Wow, that is... Guys, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for when I get a dog. I'm going to the Grand Park. Yeah, when you walk me through the park, you could use that card on me. Josh, can we please... That would be so funny. I know so, a makeup artist that can like really do a good job. It can really like, make me look like one. Very like pretty professional job? Yeah, I got a costume tune back, in, what, back what, home. What, what breed of dog? Um, I'm not sure. It's like really like furry and like mm. brown. Like a dog. Yeah, like a dog. Hmm. I don't really know dogs. I maybe, never owned a dog. Maybe like a chocolate lab? Um, a little more brown, like a brown bear. <laughs> That's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll see what happens here with Karen. Uh, Halloween was great. It sounds like... <laughs> NJ1015 put her on blast with her first name and last name in the article. Yeah, that's a, that's a little harsh. So it sounds like there's going to be a resolution here. It's There's something going the on. The cops don't care. No one else in Fanwood cares except for Karen. You ever look up Fanwood on a map? It's the size of like, if you look at your pinky finger and then you look at the fingernail, that's the size of Fanwood. Hey, but we love Fanwood. We lo- I love that little chippery in Fanwood. That's in Fanwood? Yeah. I thought that was Scotch Plains. No, 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 no. That is cornerstone of fanwood oh what is it called this sh- uh chippery is it chippery chippery Chip- i thought it was ship sh- chippery chippery yeah that dude amazing amazing sandwiches yes uh the new jersey poison center is reporting that there is a deadly plant growing all over the garden state um okay. watch out okay let's just not go out let's just you know quarantine a bit maybe we could solve this wow that's a good idea yeah right let's just not go next to any plants and we'll be fine it's crazy. That's not a bad idea. I mean, this if you look at this plant, it looks pretty terrifying, man. It, yeah, bro. That looks like a plant that I see everywhere, which is kind of concerning. That's what I said when I looked <laughs> at it. I was like, oh, I've definitely brushed against that this week. Maybe that's why we're getting sick randomly. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I think you have to actually ingest it, but here's what no, the article says. No, say even if you just brush up against it, you can get some of the symptoms. It's wild. Wow. Josh, pull up a picture for me to see. Yeah, it's just the hemlock. You're like, what we're looking at right here, folks at home, is uh, a classic poison hemlock. Are those the ones that smell really good? There's a different type of hemlock, too, kind of looks which like, is very it, confusing. It looks like baby's breath. You think you guys know what those look like? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. Josh, you have such a good knowledge of flowers, man. Well, like if I'm walking through a park and I see baby's breath, I'm going to sniff it. I thought it's dragon's breath. <laughs> no, dragon's breath. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Just don't sniff this, Joe. Well, yeah, I'm hoping not to. Now that I know that it's deadly, it's killing people left and right. The article opens, and this is written in typical 101.5 article fashion. Sounds a little bit funky. It says, I can't even tell you how many old movies would reference, quote unquote, hemlock, that always feared, rarely seen, pretty little flower that is actually quite lethal. And now it's being found in New Jersey and all over the country. There's not a state in the country that doesn't have the poison hemlock growing in it. Basically, it looks like an ordinary weed, but poison hemlock is one of the most dangerous plants on the planet. My, my question is, did this just randomly start growing this year? Why have we never addressed this before? 
I don't know. I heard about this like in upstate New York a few years ago, and I was like freaked out by it. So I don't know if it's like slowly migrated down here or what. It says, if you come in contact, here are the symptoms you should be looking for. Sleepiness, lightheadedness, dilated pupils, trembling, dizziness. It sounds like Josh when he was at uh, the last Harry Styles concert. <laughs> <he went to. laughs> I was like, where are you going? I didn't know where I was going with that. Don't, but don't tell people. I had to figure that out as I went. <laughs> I'd really be more worried for my dog. You know, dogs just eat stuff. Yeah. Every time I walk shelves. Does it affect the animals like humans? I'd imagine so. It says probably the be- even worse. The best way to prevent any poisoning from hemlock is to remove the plants. But I would leave this to the experts. So I'm going to go looking for it. I would say if you're listening to this, look up the hemlock so you know what it looks like. We want to keep you guys safe. Yeah, maybe we should just stop eating plants like randomly while we're walking through the wild. Like salad. <laughs> yeah. How about that? You never know. Some hemlock might like fall into it. You ever think about how, t- in order to get to the point where we have salad, we know what salads are good. People had to eat every leafy plant. Every leafy plant had to have been eaten at some point. Yeah. Because they had to get to a point where they're like, okay, kale is pretty good. <laughs> Arugula is awesome. You know, the, the springtime mix thing is awesome. But the hemlock, Jim died last <laughs> week from the hemlock. So it's nobody touched good. that. So, so wait, do we know if this has been around forever? Well, or is I'd, it new? I'd imagine it's been around. I mean, it's a plant. But like, no one's ever told us about this deadly plant. So that's what's so weird. I'll tell you in one second. Before I do, I just want to read you this last sentence. It says, there is no antidote to hemlock poisoning, but if you come in contact with poisonous hemlock, doctors will be able to treat each specific symptom if you seek medical attention. So there's uh, a guaranteed cure. There's no guaranteed cure, I think. You want to hear something pretty crazy? Give it to me. Poison hemlock is a herbaceous plant in the carrot family. How wild is that? So we can blame it on the, the carrots. That's insane. It's native to Europe, Western Asia, and North America. What's, so, the, yeah. what's the origin date? Uh, it was introduced in the 1800s as a garden plant, marked as a win- winter fern. Poison wow. hemlock so it's been around is, the block. Yeah, poison hemlock is highly poisonous to humans and animals. You know, I feel like this is just a grab. Like the media just trying to like, you know, get some more listens or reads like this has been around forever why are we talking about this well i told you earlier if it bleeds it leads the the media has one goal they want to get us scared and guess what i'm not scared of a plant that's what we're doing josh i'm not scared (laughs) of a plant we're scaring people by spreading (laughs) it's true that's a good (laughs) i just thought it was new i don't know i thought it was an interesting (laughs) article we're just doing our due diligence trying to spreading word spread the word so I'm reading some of like the suggested questions on Google. One is, can I mow poison hemlock? It says, mowing is not recommended to the risk of breathing in the toxins. In addition, plants can regrow, so don't mow it. Wow. You know what I would Thank do? Thank you for that, Jimmy Parks. I have this solution for anybody at home. Go to Harbor Freight. They have this torch that hooks up to your propane tank for your <laughs> grill. Burn those suckers. Works like a charm every single time. Oh, it says, caution, toxins can be inhaled. Don't do that. It's like it's like burning poison ivy. Our last story of the night, and uh, this is going to be exciting for some and heartbreaking for others. The promoters of the Long Branch pop-up party have canceled the event. <laughs> Bro, we we're supposed to go. We were supposed to go do Man oh. on the Street. <laughs> we weren't actually going to go. Did, you, I can't believe that this actually was going to be happening again. If you follow any of the local news... Um, you heard about this other pop-up event that happened in Pure Village. And 
5,000 people showed up. They squashed a cop car. It was a full-on beach link-up. People definitely <laughs> linked up, dude. That's for sure. The link-up was real at this function. And uh, what it's, what's happened is they tried to plan another one, and it got shot down. For I don't know why they would shoot it down, honestly. 5,000 people, a squashed cop car. It doesn't really make a whole it lot of sense. It sounded like a fun time. Like Everyone else wanted to go who like missed out. But like the article's pretty funny, Josh. It says, in a solid victory for the city of Long Branch, three online promoters agreed to cancel a June 19th pop-up party after the city filed a lawsuit to prevent a repeat of similar event of a similar event that happened last month that drew a crowd of 5,000 people and led to arrests, fights, and closings of local businesses. The uh, fact that like the promoters agreed, like I guess like they do, they thought I don't know. I guess like the lawsuit was pretty scary, so they were my just like, you know, what? is the, who are these promoters? I can <laughs> tell you right now, the organizers. Uh, Wavell Thompson from East Orange, Jason Glasper of Tinton Falls, and Akil Anderson agreed to post the notice on all their social media accounts, calling off this weekend's event and any similar unpermitted ones in the future. I don't know what happened, but I guess they, they got threatened. Oh, probably. Yeah, they probably got threatened with a lot of lawsuits with a lot of money. And uh, yeah, the fact that they just backed out and they're just like, oh, yeah, let's just cancel this. <laughs> let's go to another town. I think the Point Pleasant, they were planning one too. I don't know if it's the same guys, but apparently the Point Pleasant mayor flipped on Murphy. Really? Yes, blaming Murphy that he's the one causing all this because he's promoting like large gatherings, people to go out and have fun, apparently. So the, the Point Pleasant mayor, very, very angry, blaming Murphy for all these events. Interesting. Well, I just looked up Wavell Thompson. I can't find anything on him, but... It sounds like these guys uh, had their, their party. It rained on their parade. I don't know what I was going to say there, but it's not going to be happening. So you can rest easy if you are a citizen of Long Branch. It's not happening again. It is. Uh, you're free and clear. I think so. like Asbury Park was another target, Point Pleasant. Um, those are the two big ones I saw that there was more pop-up parties happening. But mm-hmm. we didn't get the invite for those, so I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah, but if, maybe they're not happening anymore. Maybe that's a good thing. If Lavelle, Jason, or Akil want to reach out to us and maybe come on the pod and tell their side of the story. Come through, guys. Wait a second. If any of these guys want to come on the podcast or call in and just tell us your side of what went down here, <laughs> we're, we'll take the call. Let us know. Hit us up in the DMs or on our Discord or email. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Sounds good. Hey, Cho, with that, that I was think, our last story of the night. Bro, we had eight very just huge stories this week. I felt good about every single one of those. The juice was flowing. These were juicy stories. The flow of juice was just so healthy, bro. No pulp. I know. Some pulp. <laughs> some pulp. Oh, uh, you're so straight. You like uh, some you're pulp? You're weird. I love pulp. How do you not like pulp? Okay. Have you ever drink, eaten an orange, a fresh squeezed orange? I hate eating oranges. You don't like oranges? Dude, okay, I'm a weird person with texture on (laughs) certain foods. You're weird, dude. You ever eat... Okay, here's the issue with an orange. You uh, you eat one of those little slices. So good. You could chew on it for like 10 minutes straight. It doesn't break down. What? No. It's just smushy. It's like smush, smush. And I'm like, okay, come on. What's your your favorite fruit? Okay, that's... No, number one. Number one favorite fruit. Okay, I mean, like, people get mad when I say it, but I think banana's a great fruit. Oh, no, 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 that's up there. No, but that's the thing. Like, you take a banana, an orange, a sh- and a strawberry, bro, put it into a, a fruit bowl, those yeah, three ooh, together. Yum, oh, yummy, man. You're oh, telling you, me. You could even throw an apple in there if you wanted to, like, add some extra texture, but, like, I love fruit. Yeah, there's some fruit that I'm not crazy about. Like Least I, favorite. I, least favorite food? <laughs> fruit? Fruit? <laughs> okay, like, 
probably an orange. I mean, like it's just something oh. about the. I love orange flavor. I, I never love orange knew that juice. about you. And to be honest, I don't mind the pulp. I don't mind pulp. But something about eating an orange, I, and it drives me nuts because I love the smell. I like peeling them open, and then I try every time, and I'm like, what am I doing? True. Uh, love watermelon. Strawberries don't bother me that much. Apples, great. I mean, apples are awesome. You dip that in a, some peanut butter. Uh, bananas, great. I love bananas. I think we can agree, like, bananas are up there. Well, what other great, like, top-tier A-list fruits are there? I'm, what am I forgetting? Well, oranges with top-tier, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kiwi. Not, kiwi a fruit? Nah. I don't know if I've ever actually tried a kiwi. I would like to. I did it for one of my music videos back in the day, but that was the only time I ever tried a kiwi. You know what I'm getting really into recently that's not a fruit? A COVID changed my my palate. Like I like to taste things I used to not like to eat. I'm crazy for avocados. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Avocados, yeah. Over the maybe the past five years, I've gotten really into avocado. Never liked them. I'll go to Costco and get a big bag, and every morning I have some avo toast. Nice. nice. Ooh, game changer, man. Love it. Love it's it, just love so it. expensive. It is. It is expensive, but this podcast brings in millions of dollars for us, so I've just been able to afford tons of avocados. You know what? I'm believing in that, bro. I'm, belie- I'm believing we're going to be at the World Cup in 2026. <laughs> we're going to be a sponsor in 2026, bro. We're going to be so famous, we're not even going to want to go. We're going to be like, you know what? You're not paying us enough. Let's just yeah. not go. We, we charge for appearances. so like, Obviously. Yeah. So with that, that's all the news I had for tonight. Um, did you guys want to say anything before we let the listeners go? Well, I just wanted to say, if you guys are not following us on social media, definitely get on there. We have a link in the description down below. Follow us on Twitter. I mean, whoa, follow us on Instagram. We don't have Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. (laughs) Uh, get on our discord, shoot us an email if you want to talk or maybe come onto the podcast and talk to us. We would love to hear from you. Sounds cute, man. Also, yeah, everyone, you got to tune in next week. We have a big announcement we well, actually it's going to happen this week on on social media so definitely yeah. be looking out for a big announcement because we got some fun things coming up let's just say with the 4th of July the July 4th celebration you know instead of picking something up sometimes you i'm not following <laughs> it's the opposite of picking something up dropping it yeah you know i didn't want to say the word oh but okay gotcha, fourth gotcha, of july yeah. Dro- oh, okay gotcha. yes. they can finish that yeah you're just gonna want to keep your eyes guys get healed like a banana you're gonna want to follow us on instagram so get on there and that's where all like the the updates are gonna be coming from so yes, sir yeah we're gonna have a little drop coming in maybe uh, no you know what maybe we'll bless the the discord followers first you know like exclusive ooh. so get on discord if you're not on there it's a good time uh, yeah we should let our boy know um remind aiden i want aiden to be the first does aiden still listen we have to no, check in with aiden, aiden dude we've given him so many shouts he doesn't listen to well a no i want to give a shout out to aiden though because he has been doing a great job with the meteorology he's our meteorologist on discord he's been providing like a weather reports but also deep frying every photo that gets posted on the discord yeah, so he, he's great at that I I don't know how he does it. He is so good at it. And Aiden, we salute you, brother. And uh, thank you. Thank you for that, your service, Aiden. Keep your eyes peeled. And uh, Jimmy, anything you want to say before we say goodbye? No, I'm just, you know, I'm really excited for summer. We're just about there. Spring's almost over. Right, big things happening. Absolutely. All right. Have a good night. Have a good night. I almost said, whoa, <laughs> they might be listening in the morning. You never know. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Later. You're listening to the Garden State. The Dirty Jurors.